Hello, friends. My show here bringing you episode 398. We're almost there, folks. Almost 400 of my show on the mic. Doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm breaking down for you what I would do if Instagram died today, never to return. Now, this is not forecasting or foreshadowing, knock on wood, but just a little hypothetical thrown out there by one of my dope Insta homies. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So today we're answering a question that I received in my DMs. Actually, it wasn't even from the DMs. I did that question box the other day. My homie Lindsay slid into the old, I don't know, question box. It sounds weird, but that's what happened, and dropped this question, and I was like, you know what? I like it. Let's talk about it. So she said, she asked, what would I do? If Instagram died today, never to return. And I was like, yeah, I will happily riff on this because I thought about it before, right? I think it'd be foolish for us to not think about these things. It's not like I'm trying to have anxiety anxiety about it, right? Something I can't control, but there are things that I can control, not Instagram's death, obviously, but things that could better prepare me for that or could future-proof me against that. And I have leaned into that already, and I tell all of you about that, which is number one, you already know what I'm going to say, have that email list. We do not own social media platforms as such. They can do whatever they want. And also, if they go away or your account gets suspended or whatever, what are you going to do? Do you have an ability to stay in contact with your people? So y'all know that I love ConvertKit is my favorite. Courtney, want to drop the uh, affiliate link? We'll do that. We will do that for you. Not that it saves you any money. So maybe I'll say I will do that for myself. But if you don't want to use the link, that's fine too. I just want you folks to be using things that I think are the best. And I do really believe that ConvertKit is the best when it comes to email marketing software. It's just incredibly user-friendly. I, I love the company. And yeah. But that's not, that's not the point of this episode. This episode, we're talking about what I would do. So real talk, the first thing I would do if Instagram died is I would be sad. I don't know if I would cry, but I would definitely be sad. It's a platform that I've been using, you know, since 2014. I've built incredible relationships on it and through it, you know, because of it. I run my business through it. I've built my business. It's changed my life. And I would definitely be sad if the platform was to be no longer. So I think as we, you know, is appropriate and probably most healthy, for any kind of major loss, I would take a moment and grieve that loss and be sad about that. And I think I have most of the actual content, so I'm not like necessarily sad about that. It's all on my phone somewhere because I just keep getting a new phone. But the direct contact that I have with people and 
people that haven't come, you know, not everyone wants to be on an email list. And there's relationships that are new there. Just, just I would absolutely miss the platform. So the first thing I would do would be sad. The next thing I would do would be take action, right? You all know that I am super action-oriented. And in this case, taking action, and I think with perhaps is a better approach for most things, we saw it with COVID, is to take a pause and listen. That would be the action that I'd want to take. Let me listen and see what is going on. What do people need, right? The, the knee-jerk reaction is like, go to another platform and just like do the most over there. But that may not be what people need, right? We saw during COVID, everyone flocked to Instagram and was doing like a million fucking Instagram lives. Where are they now, folks? Where are those influencers now? They're dead. That's where they are. They're dead. So I wouldn't just flock over to another platform or hop over to another platform and just, you know, create content like mad. I would take a moment and listen to my, what my people are saying. And that's one of the beautiful things of having that email list. And I do have the text line, which people have taken me up on. You know, I definitely leaned into that during COVID. And I have communication with people through that as well. And I just want to, would, would just want to hear where people are at and what they're actually looking for. I would definitely also lean on my connections, right? I have a lot of people that I know, a lot of friends and, in the business, and I would definitely be reaching out. There are people that are on different platforms as well, and just see what, what are they hearing from their people. My first step, my first action after grieving and being sad would be to listen, right? Listen to what my people and the people are saying and listen for what they need. And then I can look to build a solution for that. After that, I would decide on a platform, right? Because at the, at the end of the day, people are going to be somewhere, right? It's social media. So this question was not what if all social media dies? It was just if Instagram dies. So I'm going to take a step back and then decide on a platform. And then I would double down on that platform. I would probably go over to TikTok just because I do like video and, you know, I don't even know what else is out there like that you can actually, that people are actually using. So Twitter is always a, a thing. Uh, YouTube is obviously a thing. And, and honestly, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but I'm leaning into that right now and looking to kind of diversify things. But my, my approach has always been focus on one platform, own it, get so established there, get so confident with it, just that it becomes second nature get prolific on that platform and then you can look to go into the other platforms. And that's largely where I'm at with Instagram where now I can actually repurpose things like truly just, you know, copy and paste basically things over onto TikTok and just see what happens. And I can take parts of things and look to put them on Twitter. Uh, I'm working with a guy right now. We're about to start up. I'll tell you more when I know more about doing things with YouTube. Um, obviously I have, I have the podcast. But in terms of a social media platform, I would look and see, you know, what one I want to double down on. And that for me would likely be TikTok. For you listening, you'd have to decide that for yourself. I would also look to try and build some clout on these platforms. Like the numbers, they do matter. And I've always said this. They do matter to a certain extent. Like you have more followers. People are more likely to listen to what you're saying. So if you can carry clout from another platform onto a different platform, I think that that'd be really helpful and would behoove you. So it'd be the type of thing where I would be on the podcast and be on my newsletter and be on whatever platforms that I have asking people to follow me on this 
other platform, this pl- new platform that I'm looking to build a following on. I don't do that right now, per se. Like, I, it, it doesn't really make so much sense for me to be like, hey, follow me over on TikTok, because I'm like, but you're on Instagram, so you probably don't want to be over there. So I, I don't really, I don't use that call to action now. Like, I don't go in my stories and be like, hey, I'm also on TikTok. It, it doesn't, I, I, don't, I don't see the utility just yet. But if Instagram was to die, I would see the utility and being on, in your email and in my email and being on my, on my podcast and using those platforms to look to establish a following on TikTok to help out with kind of that clout because it does make it, it does make a difference. And I, I'm kind of toying around with an episode, a podcast episode about that and, and clout and how that allows for different things. And yeah, I don't want to get into it now. I'm digressing, but we'll come back to that. So realistically, what I would do if Instagram were to die today is largely what I recommend to people who are just starting out on social media. Or if people ask me, like, what would you do if you were just starting out on social media right now? Number one, I would do what I did to start off with, which is be really prolific with content. And I'd be looking to post two to three times a day. I would look to establish an email habit and be emailing once a week. I'd be with the podcast at least once a week and I'd look to expand if if possible into, you know, longer form content looking at YouTube. Now, the thing is, I don't tell people to start with this right off the bat because that's just a lot of content to be trying to create. I want people to start with one platform, really get get confident with it, but I would love for them to move into email as soon as possible and then into podcasting as soon as possible after that. So given that I'm already proficient in those things, I would 100% just continue to do them. And it would be like starting on a new platform. I'd be look to be prolific on that platform and be posting two to three times a day. So spoiler alert, I, I actually said this earlier in the episode, I am looking, not I'm looking, I am doing that right now. I'm in such a great place with content creation. That is a skill that I have. It's something that I really love. And so I'm leaning into it. Yes, organic reach is, is difficult, but it's difficult on singular platforms. I think that if we look at it like combined across platforms, that sounds like I said that we're combined across different platforms, we can increase those numbers. So what I'm looking to do is, I, you know, for me, Instagram is pretty much, it's just cruise control. Like I can create content for it. I can show up for it on there. I love it. I am not super affected by all the changes. And by I say affected, I mean I'm not like internally affected by the changes. Yes, they affect the, my numbers and stuff, but like I don't care. Like, it is what it is. So I have that as my just baseline. I can do that no problem. I had COVID and I was like, cool, I can still post and, and create stuff from there. So I am taking content, repurposing it, and putting it over on TikTok. And one of the things that's really cool is that this is the experience that I also had when I first started Instagram. I have no expectations. People that are just starting out now, they have expectations of like growing a following and they're trying to use it for their business. When I started using Instagram, I had a full-time job. I was not looking to leave that job. I was definitely not looking to become like Instagram famous so that I could leave that job. It was largely, hey, I want to share some information. I want to collect, connect with people. I saw K-Star doing it. I saw Waddock doing it. And I was like, hey, like, I can share stuff too. That was all. There was no expectations of outcome. And that is 100% what I'm doing right now over on TikTok. I am largely just repurposing, uh, resharing the content that I've already created on Instagram, especially like all of the newer videos I've done with the, the, 
the cooler editing and you know the DSLR uh, recording with the DSLR. Uh, that's a camera for those who don't know that, uh, and just bringing that content over there and all of it. And I don't have any. It's it's literally like kind of like playing with house money, right? Like I don't care. It doesn't. If I win, awesome. If it you know hits, great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. And that makes it a whole lot more enjoyable and a whole lot easier. I will, you know, die on this hill of I don't think that people should should try to grow two platforms at once. It's just there's so much that goes into that and you really got to be on the platforms and creating content for both and if you're to me I'm like if you, especially if you're just starting out then you have twice that that mental anguish of like it did it hit is it good the changes whereas now me running it like Instagram is great I love it I show up there it's easy, and I just have this other platform, TikTok, to just put stuff up on, and I can take the content that I've already made and put it over here. I'm not trying to make it for both and trying to figure things out at once. So I really do believe pick one, dominate it. I actually had a call earlier today, a, a discovery call, and I, I didn't even look to work with her because she was like, I really like writing. That is my thing. She has a blog, and I was like, dude, go on Twitter then. Lean into the platform that serves you. If you're like, I like long form video, fuck, go be on YouTube. Don't force things. So it's kind of circling back to what I was saying before, just give me a little insight into what I'm doing, looking to get prolific and use that instead of, instead of money on spending money on ads where it's really kind of tough right now, I'm going to spend money on hiring someone to help me with YouTube. I'm going to increase some of the tasks that Lex and I are doing together that Lex is doing for me. Uh, I'm going to do some, a bit more with the podcast in terms of putting the video onto YouTube. So spending money on those outsourcing, uh, things, which actually I talked about in the last episode, episode 397. So if you didn't listen to that, when this is done, go ahead and give it a listen. Uh, so that's my, what I'm currently doing and also kind of my future proofing of things is like I said, you know, very early in this episode, the, I think that as a a, what is it, what do I want to say? As a business owner, I'm not even going to put like a qualifier before it. As a business owner, it's prudent, it's wise to think about the what ifs. I'm not, you know, getting paralyzed by them, but I do want to think about them. And then what can I do about it? If, there, if I can literally do nothing about it, then it's out the window. But there are usually things that you can do around it. If this happened, what would be nice to have in place so that it didn't affect you as much? And that is, you know, diversifying, diversifying, that's not right, diversifying your platforms, having a form of connection, communication with your audience that you own, which is going to be that email list. And then I think it just comes down to being prolific, being, I know I said that we're like a million times this episode, but that's when it comes to content, that's like what it comes to, you know, that's what it comes down to. Uh, and being super consistent, right? The more consistent you, that you are and the more frequent frequently that you show up, the faster that you build that trust, perhaps the faster that you build that audience, but at least you won't slow it down. If you're showing up once every never, it's tough to build that trust. My goal is to build trust as quickly as possible, or at least not slow it down so that yes, if Instagram wants to die, it's okay. I have the trust. I have the connection, the communication points with people, and then I can look to lean on that. So if Instagram was to die today, we doing all the knocking on wood, but also, and I'm going to say it, Instagram is not headed in a good direction. So maybe this episode's more helpful than we know, but hopefully they'll get their shit together and turn it around. 
But if Instagram was to die today, what I would do first, I would be sad, grieve that loss. I think that's really important. Number two, I would take action. And the first action I would take is listening, listening to what my people are saying, listening to what they're saying that they're need that they are in need of or that they're wanting. Uh, you know, I'd reach out to my email list, people on my text list. And I reach out to the connections that I have and other people in the space and in the spaces and see what their people are saying and what they're thinking. I, this is nothing that I would look to rush. There's no need. Uh, you know, it would be a matter of really let me take the time and listen. What do people need? Okay, cool. Let me build that or let me fill that, fill that void. From there, after hearing what they need and you know, determining there's likely going to be a social component to that, I would de- decide on a platform and then I would double down on that. It would probably be if and nothing new was coming about, it was just staying the way it is, though we know something would, would pop up. But I would probably for the, the interim double down on, on YouTube, on TikTok, and I would keep going super strong with everything that I already have, the podcast, the email. You know, who's to say, might I, might I double down on one of those other things? Maybe, but realistically, I think you always got to be in a space where there's a lot of new eyes just bopping around and just hanging out. And there's not a, new, a lot of new eyes hanging out on my email list. That would require me to, you know, join Substack or something like that and write for a, a publication of some sort or like write for something. And I, I, that's not really what I want to be doing. That's not how my message, I'm the best at conveying my message. It's some sort of video platform, visual platform. So I would look at look for that and then lean into that. What I'm doing currently, I told you to give a little insight as to what I'm looking to do. Instead of spending money on ads, I'm looking to you know grow my reach. I'm lo- going to look to spend money on being prolific. There's that word again, with content creation. And I'm moving over, and kind of repurposing things for TikTok. Just doing that myself. Hiring someone to help me out, uh, actually largely to run YouTube for me. Uh, expanding some stuff with the podcast. Expanding some tasks that I have Lex doing, and just really looking to bump up the content creation and really lean even more into that organic approach, but just on a wider scale. What I would lean into, the, the things that I said, is also pretty much what I would tell someone if they were brand new to social media and just starting today, right? Because it's largely the same. Uh, number one would be be prolific on a, social con- on, a, on a social platform, right? Pick the one that you like and then really lean into it. Now, obviously, depending on the platform, some are... It's not about frequency per day, right? So I initially said like posting two to three times a day, but that's on a platform like, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you can post way more than that. Uh, YouTube, you're probably going to post way less than that, but maybe it becomes every day or multiple times a week. And you're just really like, I'm going to get this content out there. Second thing, get on that email list. Super, super important. Start writing, right? The content comes first. The community comes second. There has to be something there for people to want to join. So you write, 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 write. Tell people what you're writing. Where do you tell them? On those social platforms. They look to join. They want more, right? So we give them the short snippets on the socials. They look to join because they want more. And then we get them onto the email list and we have that communication. I would love for people to get into podcasting. Obviously, if, if speaking is something that is, you know, good for you that that fits you if it doesn't then maybe that's not the way to go and maybe you lean more into blogging or writing or something like that but if the podcasting is something that you like because the reason i love it as well is because it's such a passive medium right people can just be walking and doing their stuff and they can consume you and you're in that sounds kind of weird but i said what i said right you're in their ear for 20 minutes 45 minutes whatever 
and you can build a massive amount of familiarity and a massive amount of trust. And then I kind of have on the bottom of this list just, you know, additional social platforms, which I said YouTube earlier. I guess I often don't, don't put it first because I don't know as many people that put it first. But realistically, yes, that could be your platform. That could be the thing that you lean into. So, you know, from that social media perspective, that first thing that I said, figure out what fits you and then double down on that. Once you become super proficient at that, then we can look to go into the other platforms. So there you have it. What I would do if Instagram died today, never to return. I love getting these questions from you. I was actually really excited about this. One. I was like, oh, cool. Sat down with it. This was a fun one to record. If you have requests, things that you want to hear about on the podcast, hit me up. I love hearing from you. You can shoot me. Shoot me. That, that's not even right. You can shoot me. That was like slip and shoot. You can shoot me a DM. Courtney, don't take that out. You can shoot me a DM at The Movement Maestro. You can shoot me a text, 310-737-2345. Whatever you want. Actually, don't email me because that I'll probably never see it. Just don't do that. But I would love to hear from you. I'm super grateful that you take the time to listen to me. I know you could be doing anything and you choose to have me in your ears. And for that, I am grateful. Very grateful. All right. Officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, maestro, 